All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with another episode of The Authority Project. And I am here with my new good friend here, Jay Wong. How are you doing, my friend? Brian, I'm pumped to be here. And I'm <laughs> pumped to dive in to what we're about to talk about because we are going to be talking about some authority all through podcasting. Yes, yes. So he says, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he says he is here to help us leverage a top 100 podcast to build your authority and all the things. Is that right, Jay? Let's do it because we do have a process around this and mm -hmm. we see tons of our clients being able to do it. And it's a good time. As you know, it's a good time to get going with this. <laughs> all right. Well, we shall see on this current episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are back. It is the Authority Project. You are the project, and we want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And we are here with Jay Wong here. We are again talking about podcasting. I love, love talking about podcasting, but we're talking about leveraging a top 100 podcast. And I want to give everybody just real quick, the entire title that he gave me here, first of all, is how to leverage a top 100 podcast to build your authority, get you more customers and make you a category king. Is that right, Jay? Brian, there's a lot of promises online <laughs> these days, right? Everything is about if you download this, you get six-pack abs. If you do this, you're going to have more sexy time, right? Look, right. I think there's so much work, and you probably could attest to this too, so much work that goes into content marketing, a live show, a, a, a podcast, even if it's just two friends trying to find time on a weekly or monthly basis just to be able to get together. I right. think if you're going to spend the time and you're going to spend the money in doing that content, you should get paid for doing it and it should integrate within your brand, your business. And I think the mindset in approaching all this is, yeah, we want to be able to dominate in our marketplace. We want to be known for these things, whatever it is that you want to be known for. We do, you know, maybe you have some IP, maybe you want to be able to help more people. So whatever yeah. that thing is, I think that is the mindset. Hey, how can we go and dominate? How can we grow together? And how can we be that category king or queen? I love it. Do you see the passion people already? The passion, the fire. I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it, man. I'm digging it. I, I want to go right in, but I, I want to get through these quick questions real quick. Because I want people to, first of all, know who you are personally and then professionally, first of all. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 So do you want me to dive in a little bit about just context wise for, for myself? Yeah. Just, just who you are. Just to tell people who you are. Tell who is Jay Wong? Anyway? Who, who is yeah. this man? <laughs> Brian, I, I love, I love this question because on the surface, like first things that pops in my mind, I'm like, I'm a Canadian, I'm an Asian <laughs> I'm yeah, a normal yeah. guy. I'm left-handed. Yeah. So maybe it makes me a little more rare. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Uh, I grew up in the U.S. And, and growing up in the U.S., people thought being from Canada was really cool. Yeah. And they gave me the, the nickname, the, the Canadian. 
Wow. So, I mean, look, I'm just a normal guy that figured out a few things with podcasting. I'm a student of the game. I'm, I'm in it for mastery. But above all, I'm, I'm just a person figuring out their own brand, their own momentum in life. I believe I'm the creator of my own reality. And mm. I, and podcasting has just been, so, it's just been such a gift. I always say, Brian, that if, if, if we strip away all the ROI side of it, we strip away all the marketing of it and podcasting was just, Hey, let's just jam together. Let's just collaborate. Let's talk about, let's do some Q and a, let's be able to serve <laughs> together. Right. I still think it's like the biggest life hack. If we took all the ROI, all the marketing out of it. Right now, okay. if we can add in some ROI yeah. and we can yes. add in yes. some monetization to it, I yes. think we're, I think that's really that happy medium. I started with in podcasting about five, six, six years ago now. And I knew nothing about making any offers. I, I had no email lists. I was just starting out, had to move back in with, with, with my parents. A pretty similar story to, I think, how a lot of people start out, where they feel like they have something that they want to be able to share, they have something that they want to be able to give. They don't even know exactly what it is, how to, how to properly even put words to it. I remember one of my first coaches, they said, Hey, you got to put an offer out to the marketplace. <laughs> and I said, Hey, that sounds amazing. I don't even know what the offer is though. I don't know exactly who it is. I want to be able to serve. I don't know exactly how I can help them. And, and I want to be in line. I want to be authentic. I just, I don't, I'm not in, I have tons of my friends that they, they do amazing on, on e-commerce. They, they do amazing <laughs> in affiliate marketing, but that was, and I looked at those businesses and I said, I'm happy that you are able to find success in that. But I, I, that, that wasn't me. And I'm not saying it won't necessarily be me because I now understanding so much of different business models, there's, I think the right time and right place for everything. But I was just a person that was trying to figure it out, just I, starting I like, off. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about podcasting. And the more content I published, the more things I started putting out there, the more awesome individuals I started to connect with. And one thing led to another. And now I'm very humbled and I'm honored that we have this agency called Podcaster Brand, and we get a chance to partner with some of the biggest companies in the world, thought leaders in the world. And these are individuals that they believe that not only the, their content has some weight to it, but they believe that they have a product or service that is yeah. able to change other people. And we get a chance to help them put all that together for their business. And, and it's been a crazy journey and it's always an evolving one. And that just brings us all the way here to the authority project. <laughs> yeah. Brian, yourself. So, yeah, I, I, I like the passion I steal from this whole thing in your journey. Because I think we talked about this on another my last podcast about there are so many things to try. There are so many yeah. things that you can try with this thought leadership thing where you can be an author, be, make $100,000 being an author or being a product creator, a course creator, YouTube. There's so many different things. Do, you know, do Instagram, do this. Why podcasting for you? What hit for you with podcasting? Brian, a couple things, right? First of all, and this is such a good question because like deep inside, I think for some of your business owners and, and solopreneurs and people that are looking to build authority, they're seeing the same thing, right? Oh, TikTok is doing this. Oh, I got to be on TikTok, right? Oh, now Clubhouse. Oh, I got to spend some time. I got to spend 24 hours on Clubhouse. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. That's part of the agenda now. And I think that what ends up happening is that people jump from medium to medium. And it's like the analogy of the broken bridges, right? You, you, someone sells you on Pinterest being the next big thing. You go all in on Pinterest for the next 30, 60 days. 
but you never stay with a medium long enough to be able to complete that bridge to the other side. And so for me, I did try all sorts of things in the beginning. I think it's good to try all sorts of things because you're learning about what it is that you like, what it is that you don't like. I tried blogging. We tried videos. We tried Instagram was so different six years ago than than it is now. But I tried all sorts. I did free speaking, did paid speaking, did tried info product, affiliate, right? Like every other thing, you just try it. And podcasting was like the last, one of the last like iterations of it. And for me, it was the, the couple things. Podcasting, I think one, it's it's like the bit, once you have a platform, it gives you, I'm not saying everybody's going to say yes to being on your show, but it gives you a bit of leverage to saying, hey, how can I partner with people, right? If someone wrote me an amazing, wrote an amazing book, how can I celebrate them and help them sell more copies of their book? If I took your course, Brian, and you made a big impact in my business and the way I think, how can I highlight you and your work? So it created partnerships. That's number one. Number two, there's a certain intimacy with voice that I think a lot of, it's very difficult to replicate that across all sorts of social media channels. And uh, not to say that you can't have an emotional video. Not to say right. that you can't have an emotional TikTok or Instagram that moves someone and it goes viral or what have you. But I think um, podcasting humanizes the person. It humanizes the brand because it's made for the long form. It's made for me and you to stumble along the way. It's made for someone to walk through the door. If we're especially if we're live, they're half naked. It's made for mistakes to, to, to be made. So I think that that's what I, I loved about it right off the bat was in a world where content's ever abundant and yeah, there's yeah. a bazillion guides on how to be able to do A or how to be able to do X and all sorts of masterclasses and webinars. I think podcasts gives the thought leader or whoever's looking to build authority, whether it's a business or a brand, it gives them a voice in the marketplace. And when we get really deep into the marketing, for, for us, it's thinking about how do we put a voice behind the marketing engine? How do we put a voice behind what you stand for? All these companies spend a lot of money putting together core values, putting it together manifesto. Here's what we stand for. Here's our mission. But what about putting a voice behind that? What about putting some energy behind that? There's all sorts of things that that attracted uh, me to to podcasting. And it's just obviously opened up so many doors that I I just thought it was an absolute no-brainer. But to your point, it doesn't mean that everybody listening to this should go and start their own podcast. I think you have to genuinely (laughs) like audio. You know what I mean? You have to genuinely like the long form conversation. You know what I mean? You have to like the back and forth a little bit. And to me, I just, that's kind of like the arena that I like live and breathe in. And I I absolutely love that. And so that's, those are all the, some of the first, you know, inklings and reasons why I leaned harder on on podcasts in the beginning. Love it. I love it. So let's dive in because that's just all great stuff right there, Jay. Let's dive in now. So what is it? Let's try this. What is it about leveraging a top 100 podcast? Let's just take that first. How do you define, first of all, what a top 100 podcast is? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's ever actually asked me that. So (laughs) I love it. So look, when you go into iTunes, and I know Spotify just came out with their own kind of ranking system. And just as a you know, disclaimer, public PSA, public service announcement, (laughs) most ranking systems pull off of iTunes. Most, wherever you're listening to this podcast, a lot of times they're pulling off content directly from iTunes. It's not always the case, but most of them. And so iTunes for the longest time, in the beginning, it was called New and Noteworthy. 
And it, it was probably actually new and noteworthy before the explosion that happened in the podcasting industry. But nonetheless, there is a ranking kind of system that changes every other day or 48 to 72 hours. That's what I've noticed. It just updates. And so getting a show into that top 100, top 200, one, it helps your discoverability a little more, especially if you've gotten some good SEO juice behind the name and, 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 and certain keywords. But then two, you're able to leverage it as the host. You're able to leverage that and say, hey, once again, when you're creating those collaborations and partnerships, hey, would you like to hop onto our show? It's been in the top 100 and top 200. And so is it the end all be all? I don't think so, personally. When, when we do launches for people, that's internally, we call it the end of phase one. Because it's kind of like the emission in the game. You know yeah. what I mean? You got yeah. the ticket. Now we're going to the game. It's great. If we can hit the top 100, top 200, that's awesome. But it's from a long-term brand equity equation. It doesn't play as much. But I think it's a great little authority builder. And you're able to leverage that so much more. But when we say top 100, typically, especially when you see anybody <laughs> writing top 100 or top right. whatever, right. they're referring to the iTunes ranking system that ranks podcasts in a top 200 per category. Okay, per category. Okay, gotcha. So I know per category can mean, can mean I'm learning as, as we go along, it can mean top 100 to a certain country, to certain demographics, or when you say top 100, do you mean just category in, in business and marketing and in entertainment, like that kind of thing? Or is it further out within, in that span? Yeah. I mean, the top 100 aspect of it, I mean, you're allowed to pick three categories, like three categories that your podcast could be like found under. I would say a lot of weight goes into that first and second one. So whenever we're ranking a show, obviously, if we're doing a fitness brand, we want to get them into the health and fitness category. If we're doing uh, this morning, we just launched a, a, a self-improvement brand, right? Okay. And so obviously, we're putting them under the education, self-improvement type of category. So you do want to be relevant in, in that regard. Brian, I imagine for years is it's the business entrepreneurship yep. ones that, that you want to be found, maybe even careers, right? right? When we typically rank the show, now it's you can go subcategories, but I find it's like the most bang for your buck anyways, okay. is if you can okay. get it in the main category. And so the good thing about iTunes, as opposed to, let's say other, let's say like an Amazon, right? I know an Amazon, there's many categories, but then there's also many subcategories of the categories. Okay, in yeah. iTunes, it seems like there's there might be a lot, but honestly, I was looking at it this morning and it's like, it's really not that many. Even in business, there's about four or five, right? Entrepreneurship, management, careers, finance, and then there's like a general business one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like yeah. when you rank the show, you want to aim for the biggest, you want to aim for the business section, period. Right, regardless right. <laughs> of how it segments and how we do SEO or we do this podcasting, right. you're still ultimately looking for that business audience. Gotcha, gotcha. So talk more about leveraging because that's the main action yeah. word we got here. How do we yeah. leverage this top 10 podcast to our adventures? Tell us all the ways that you, oh, can, think man. Of, that you can think of on top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Brian, um, and, and I feel like your the listeners would love this as well. One of the things that we preach, and there's a video on YouTube, you, you could link to my channel or, or okay. you could find it, I'm, I'm sure. But we talk about this, we call it the triangle effect. And if here's the truth. If you just did a podcast, aka if you just did a live show or you just put out content into the interwebs or in online, 
and you're saying, Hey, I put it out. Where's the dollars? Where, well, why is my bank account not like, why it's not working is content right. marketing, not working. And right. the reason I say that like a little bit tongue in cheek, that's what I did. I made that assumption. And I said, Hey, we're interviewing the best of the best in, in, in a, it was a self-help category. So we're interviewing the Grant Cardones of the world, the Patrick Bed Davids, the Bob mm. Proctors, the, we had a few billionaires on Naveen Jain. And it's like, look, we had these amazing content. I wouldn't say it's like world-class content, but these are world-class individuals. And it's how come it's, is content marketing not working exactly. if I'm not seeing like the monetization side of it? So a lot of people get, get trapped in this and it's because they're one, they don't understand the front end versus back end of it. And so the front end versus back end really quick. It's Brian, are, are you a big car guy by chance? I can be. I can be a tank. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it really quick, just off the top of your mind, no judgment whatsoever. If I said dream car, what, what, what would be the color of the dream car? It Maybe black or probably black. <laughs> Most okay. likely Alfa Romeo for sure. Alfa Romeo, yeah. black. Okay. So let's run with that. So yeah. everybody close your eyes, just picture a black <laughs> Alfa Romeo. I don't know, 2021. Brian, do you have a certain motto in mind? Uh, I can't think of it right now, but yeah. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. It's sporty. It's, yeah. it's sporty. It's looking right. good. We all know yeah. what type of car this looks like. My, my, my partner is Italian. So, you know, you say Alfa Romeo, she's, you know, she's with you. Yeah. So every, here's the name of the game. Everything that you can see about this car, right? The color, the rims, the shape of the vehicle, the trunk, the maybe in the back, it has a, what's it called? Like the spoiler, right? right. Here's right. the rule. If you could see it with your eyes, that's the front end of the car. What can you not see about the car? Just looking at it. Just imagine in your mind, right? Chances are, if you've never been in it, you don't know where do they put the trunk? Because on sporty cars, <laughs> sometimes it's on the front, right? right. You don't know that. Yeah. Right? You, right. you probably can't see the engine, probably, without opening the hood. You can't see the interior. Is it leather interior? Is it white? You can't see the gasoline, right? So you can't actually see what makes the car. So if you can't see it with your eyes, you have to get into the vehicle. That's called the back end of the car. And right. so you, you have to have the understanding of this front end and back end. Content lives on the front end. Not to say that you can't monetize a speaking engagement because technically I could see it with my eyes. I could see right. you with my eyes, right? <laughs> like it's a front end thing. But unless yeah. your whole business is around that, I could see your content. I could see the podcast. I could see the video show. I could see your website. I could see the Instagram. It lives on the front end. Right. Money lives on the back end. Money is your coaching services. Money is the consulting. Money is the services. It's the membership. It's the e-com, right? It's the affiliate on the back end. So does that make sense, Brian? Oh, like, yeah. Really, no, yeah. We're, high we're, level, right? You're right on. You're so, right on. So you need the front end and the back end. It took me, uh, like, it's embarrassing, to be honest. It took me more than a year to really be able to drill that in myself. And it took a friend literally sitting me down and breaking, like, literally drawing it <laughs> on a napkin for me. And, and like, right. the reason most podcasters are broke is because they focus all their energy on the front end things. Mm, yeah, and they don't focus yeah. their energy on the back end things, on how to be able to create the right offer for your audience, as an example. And so going back to this you triangle- Say that one more time, because I, I want to emphasize that again. Say it one more time like, again. Most podcasters <laughs> broke because <laughs> they spend all this time optimizing the front end of a show. I want to figure out the best logo. I want to figure out the best background. I want to figure out the best end card. I want to figure out the best sound design, fill in whatever. Right. And they don't spend enough time figuring out the triangle effect, but figuring out really the offer for your audience. 
and figuring out how to be able to take the momentum that they create on the front end and leverage it in an actual business. That's the disconnect a lot of times. And so the triangle effect really quick, it's think of a triangle, right? And we have three different spots. You have the podcast as one, your email list as two, and your community as three. It could be a paid community. It could be a free community. It could be a membership community. It could be an alumni community. Fill it in. I'll give you an example after this if you want. But ultimately, when you have the whichever one of the triangle that you're in, so let's say you're in the email list, you're mm-hmm. talking about the other two. Does, mm-hmm. does that make sense? So email yeah. is, hey, you heard the latest episode of the podcast. Hey, right. have you checked out the conversation that's happening in our community? Right, right. right. On the podcast, you're talking. Your point podcast, you're pointing to the other two. Hey, go here to download this to get on our. You, you might not want. You might not say it in the same way, but you're pushing a lot of times to an opt-in. It could be mm-hmm. a masterclass, a webinar, a PDF, a, an ebook, whatever it is. And hey, have you joined our membership? Have you joined our community? Have you joined where you can meet other listeners of the show? You don't necessarily need to have all three. But I have found my personal experience, as well as our clients' experience, is that mm-hmm. if you have two out of the three, it typically works really well from a greater monetization leverage standpoint. I would say at basic, you got to have the podcast and you got to have the email list. In between exactly. those, that's where you sprinkle in the offers. We, yeah. we draw out the triangle and we in the middle of the triangle is like your offer, your services, how you can make a difference for people. Right. And so going back to your question, it's like, how do you leverage a podcast? It's well one, do you have that fundamentally, do you have that understanding in in your business? And two, what is the offer? What is the service? Because now we want to be able to leverage the show to be able to help you get more customers because we know you could leverage the show in many different ways. You could hop onto other people's show, what I'm doing right now (laughs) and being able to, and and leverage your audience and, and bring people back to my show or bring people to my email list or bring people back into my world. Maybe they opt into nothing. That's okay too. Because it's not always about when you're doing the content marketing game, not everything is going to work all the time. Most things in marketing (laughs) just break. You know what I mean? But it's about, you you usually don't get it right the first time around. You know what I mean? So like you got to go and you got to work the system. And so I'll give you an example. We, We did a show with Procter and Gamble for their alumni network. Okay. So their alumni network, that's the community. They had a previous email list and they wanted to add a podcast. So they, they, they pretty much had that. We helped them launch the podcast. It hit top 164 in the business category. Nice, yeah. And they want to drive people into their paid alumni network group. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was like a free tier and then like a paid tier. Right. Why? Because at the end of every year, they do a big event, massive mm. event. They want to bring as many alumni in their community together. Obviously, this is pre-COVID, last right. April, or right. I guess as COVID was happening. But they're essentially using the podcasts to feature all these amazing rock stars in the alumni group, telling people that, hey, you got to join us in the alumni group. And everything in between is caught in the emails. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so all of a sudden it feels like the podcast is integrated with their marketing. It's not just this content thing that they do. It's actually part of what they're trying to build. I know people like JLD and Pat Flynn do this like- like Nonstop. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's not, yeah, exactly. Hop, like hop on their email list, right? See how many offers you get in, in yeah. a month. See how right. many requests you, you right. get to hop on this or hop on that, or this is ending. And yeah. so it's, it is about mastering, not just the podcast, but also mastering email, mastering- because to your point, it's, you could be on all sorts of these different channels, TikTok, Instagram, Clubhouse. If one thing changes in their algorithm, you own zero of the raw data. 
And so we've seen this, we've worked with influencers with, with a couple million of, of influencer or of Instagram followers or YouTube subscribers. You still, at the end of the day, want to be able to build that email list so that you could remarket, resell, readjust, pivot, whatever you want to call it. You can still have that audience with you and you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked <laughs> at you know how much money you will make over your, your lifetime, even the brand lifetime. Because you got humanized through the podcast. And so people stay listening as long as you could create those topics that is of interest for them. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Okay. Okay. So quick question. This is a really quick question. Can one leverage this to the point where they're not quite top 100? Because I know people might might be thinking like, hey, top 100. Can you do it if you're not there yet? Yeah. I mean, I think the sooner you start an email list and the sooner you have a community, the better. And so I, I forgot who, I think it was like a, a Marie Forleo video. This is like something I watched five, six years ago. Okay. And she was talking about how do you speak to your audience when you have zero, when you have, when you're starting out, you have zero audience, but <laughs> right. in your mind, you, you understand you're starting out, but in your mind, you're like, I'm, and no, I'm going and no, and no community. So you're like, come join a community. Yeah. There's no, there's no community. But yeah, there's, there's no community, right? <laughs> but I, I think the, the takeaway I had from her video, at least um, I'm going to paraphrase here. I'm not going to quote her. My understanding of it was you got to speak. It's, you got to be there before it happens. It's kind of like Bob Proctor always says, you got to see it in your mind before you hold it in your hand. Right. And so her idea was like, hey, look, leverage. You could leverage. If you don't have a top 100 podcast, how can you get on other shows? How can you right. get on other podcasts, leverage that and speak to that audience as if they're where you're at, as if you want where it is that you want it to be. So speak, never speak to just to where you're at right now. Talk about it like you are where it is that you, you want to be, right? I, I guess a little bit of that fake it till you make it in, in that a little in terms of that frame, but it was powerful because to, to your point, it's kind of like, hey, look, I think having an email list before the community, you should have the email list. If there was like a sequence yeah. of it, you yeah. got to have the email list <laughs> yeah. and struggle with it. Have your uh, partner, have your a different email, have your friends on it, have 22 people on it. Yeah. All email lists started with that and you're able to essentially build off of that. Awesome. Now, I don't want to dive too much into building an email list because that, that's going to take a whole nother show to do we yeah, had a, yeah, we had a guest a about, we had a guest on that earlier if y'all get on that the the the, the golden the magnet the golden magnet list or something oh i can't oh, believe i got that golden magnet so yeah get, get, look at the, that episode with uh, go check that episode out with, with, with glenn allen so so check that out yeah that's, yeah that's all about that so notice i haven't asked you how does one get to the top 100 podcasts i know that's what you do but did you want to get into that at all about growing a podcast? I know I wouldn't have that much time, but did you want to get into all of that? I, mean, we, we, yeah. I, I would gladly just give you that work. <laughs> 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 but I mean, any practical tips about doing that on your own for a little while? So look, getting, I, I think what's even more important in terms of getting into the top 100, it's the ROI piece, okay. right? It's the, how do you monetize piece? It's the what do I do with this podcast? Am I just doing endless interviews? And I'm not saying, uh, I'm not just saying it's your show or anybody's show, but it's a question that I think everybody should ask themselves. Because I think a lot of times when people think of a podcast, they think of an interview show, but going back to what's the offer, what's the service, what's, how do you, how, how, where is it that you want to drive someone to? Because you got to understand like podcasting is, it's not this like great lead 
start like direct response lead magnet type thing. It's actually like middle of the funnel. So if, if you watch that episode, whichever one that Brian's talking about with the gold email list yeah. and, and everything, yeah. right? People, you're getting traffic from all sorts of places, right? You could right. be running ads. You could be, you released a press release. People did a search for you and you nailed it with SEO on whichever platform. So like traffic is coming in all sorts of ways. It's how you introduce the podcast middle of the funnel that matters and knowing where you want to drive them at the end, which might be, and at the end might be a beginning kind of a working relationship with you. And that could be your first offer that matures into your second offer. So one of the biggest tips I, I will give you and your audience is think about one, have that clarity on, on, on your offer, but two, think about all those objections, right? Mm -hmm. Think about all the things that people, that internal dialogue that's, that's going on in their mind. What are they thinking about? What are they feeling? How can you either bring on someone to speak to that? Or how can you yourself speak to those objections? Because okay. now- So, so let, me, let me interject here real quick, because- we, yeah. got an, we got an audience comment alert. So this is probably dives into what you're saying. So yeah, let, me yeah, just say, yeah. let me just put this out there. How do you know if what you're expert at education would have, in, in her case would make a good podcast? So maybe that, maybe uh, diving into some, a little bit, even dive into what you to a little bit off. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, at the end of the day, you want to Germany 2263. <laughs> look, if you, if you could specify what exactly you're a quote unquote expert on, Maybe I can give you some more context to this. But look, if you, how do you know it's going to make a good podcast, right? Mm -hmm. It depends on one, do you have a business kind of built around that? Or two, if you don't have a business built around that, are there any other shows that's tackling that question, right? What are the, and, and this is like a sense of resourcefulness, right? Are there mm -hmm. communities talking about this? Are there pockets mm -hmm. of people already creating content around this? I'll give you a really good example. The finances seem to be on fire literally these days. But mm -hmm. FIRE is an acronym for some people that want to like retire early. It's like financial independence for people that want to retire early. It's like a whole okay. movement, okay. right? So FIRE, <laughs> if, you, if you look it up, it's... Uh, yeah, like I want to make sure I get it right, just so um, you know what I mean. <laughs> that is, Not that fire is as in the festival that right. didn't happen, oh God, no, but no. it says fire movement, a lifestyle movement with a goal of gaining financial independence and retiring early. So financial independence, retiring early. So if you look up that topic as an example, you're gonna find groups about you're gonna. There's Facebook groups about this. There are uh, podcasts about financial independence, right? Mm. There are so many people that talk about it on YouTube, right? So many people talking talk about it on, on Instagram. So without even asking, hey, is this going to be a great topic, right? That people yeah. are hungry. There's a segment of people that are hungry for that. We, we work with a, a few different network marketers, as an example. And sometimes network marketing rub people the wrong way. Yeah. You know, there's a bad <laughs> connotation around it. Hey, look, I'm not here to judge. If there's as much as there is a negative connotation on networking, if you look at the search results for network marketing, how to be my own boss, how to be able to, you know, create my own business, think about all that. Yeah. How much search results, search volume is in that? Not everybody needs to like it, but there's a segment of people that love that type of business. And so these are just like clues in terms of how you're able to, to, to take that. I hope that answered the, the question. I, I think it, hopefully, yeah, hopefully sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, this, is, this is great, man. This is so awesome. Because I think that when you go into Clubhouse or podcasts talk about, they say before you do anything, make sure you're messaging. Make sure you know what you're trying to do. So are you saying that make sure, you, make sure that you already know your offer before you start your podcast or make sure that you know that at least your message? 
you know, kind of like that question of what you asked me in the beginning, almost a little bit like that. And I'll ask it in a different variation, which is what do you stand for? What do you, what does your brand stand for? You know what I mean? And, and, and so in, in just having some understanding, some knowledge of that, I think it is, is going to be, you know, really helpful. You're reminding me, actually, there's so many video references I'm making in, in this uh, conversation, <laughs> which is, you know, odd and cool at the same time, because we're talking about podcasting. There's a video I have on YouTube that says, hey, how do you pick a topic for your okay. podcast? Right. Yeah. And uh, without going into details, there's a, a side that's your quote unquote expert in, right? What you could teach, how to do something, how you could, what, what's your two cents perspective on it. And then the other side is your, what's known as unique ability. Gay Hendricks, the author of The Big Leap, would call it your, you know, zone of genius. Unique <laughs> ability is a strategic coach Dan Sullivan language right there. So what's your unique ability and how do you and how do you balance that unique ability and expertise? So you can watch that video because I break down the whole process there. It's like a seven, eight minute video. But nonetheless, that's ultimately how you start figuring out. I don't think it's you don't need to know the offer per se. It certainly helps though. You know what I mean? So for anybody that's listening to this or watching this, like if you have something, because here's the truth, okay? Not that I've, you know, tried to sugarcoat anything while while we're on here (laughs) anyways, is that podcasting is an amplification channel, Mm. amplification channel, okay? And if you chat with some of the podcasters that have been podcasting for a decade plus, right? What are they going to tell you? They're going to say, hey, you know what? It's great to get started now, but you're going to need to be way more tech savvy, you're going to be like the market's noisier than ever. And some of them would even argue that you missed the boat. So, you know, it, 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 yeah. and are they right? Are they wrong? I don't know. That's for you to decide. But w- what I would say is that when it comes to you being able to take a show and knowing your offer is only going to help you because you're amplifying already what's working. Sometimes when you don't have that clarity on the offer and the brand, you're amplifying all sorts of things, but you're not exactly sure if you're amplifying what it is that you're not being as uh, strategic, right? Or intentional with what you're amplifying. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So if you have momentum and you're like, hey, could we take, we're hitting these numbers or we're here, could we launch a podcast and be able to leverage that, build a bigger community, be able to hit these higher numbers? I think that's an easier conversation to have because now we know what the offer is and we're able to reverse engineer a show that you're able to create some great value, build some great authority, and also be able to sell more of your products and services, thus getting you more customers. It's awesome, man. That is amazing stuff. I don't really have any other questions except for one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> except right. for one here. And it's the last question I ask all of my guests. Very simple. There are people who have obviously been on the show right now. They're on the show now. They're watching you. They're listening to you later. And they have similar goals, similar journeys as you, similar interests, and they want to help people out also with podcasting in their own way or or, or what have you. Can you tell them in your own words, and I'll put you front and center, how they can become an authority in this space? So to become authority in the (laughs) podcasting space, that's really the question. So look, how do you become an authority on any topic? You go out there and you share openly what we're doing here, but you actually talk about the real things, right? Going back to like, what are the objections? What's your perfect client like thinking about? Because there's different levels to this, right? And I'm not saying like from a level one to a level 10, don't try to think of it like that. There are such things as true crime shows on podcasts, which are very popular, by the way. There are narrative shows that the production level is like 20x, 
of a normal podcast. The entrepreneurship, thought leadership game, we're in the echo chamber, so we think everybody's doing it, right? But it's actually only a segment of all the podcasts that are available on iTunes. There are parenting shows. You know what I mean? There are <laughs> cooking shows. There's language shows. You ever see the top 200? Duolingo has three out of the top 20 spots. So there's different ways of approaching this, and there's different tiers of customers. I think it comes back to the fundamentals. Do you know who it is that you want to make a difference for? Do you know how your offer can make a difference for them? And if you know those things, are you willing to stand for what you believe in? Are you willing to take a stand for what you don't believe in and what you see in the marketplace? And I think that's the most important thing in building an authority. If you want to speak to fire or network marketing or whatever it is, you have to take a stand for something. And so the question I would flip back and challenge your listeners or your viewers on is what do you stand for? What do you stand for when it comes to your business, your brand, your team, your process, your system, right? Mm. What are the things that you're willing to say and guarantee? And if you're willing to stand by them, I think your customers in turn find you a lot quicker than you going out and promoting and pushing every single night. Not to say that you don't need to do that. You need to do a bit of that, but I think it's that balance. Incredible, man. That was awesome. That was awesome. You nailed it, my bro. <laughs> I, I hope it was good. We didn't rehearse any of this, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. I like, I like came in late too. Yeah. <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. Please tell people where they can find you after the show, please. Yeah. So two spots. If you like what you heard, you could search me on, on, on iTunes. You'll find my show there, The Inner Changemaker. I go into a lot of behind the scenes stuff over there. That's probably the best place to continue this conversation. I know we dived a bit into it, but in case you're curious to see our whole process, we have a process called the Top 100 Buyers Process. You can get access to that at doneforyoupodcast.co, 100% for free. It's what we believe in. It's what we stand by. You can take a look at that and you can take and choose and go ahead, apply it. Or if you need any support, more than happy to have those conversations with you as well. Awesome. Awesome. Done for you podcast.co, right? That co, that's right. That co, that's right. make sure y'all know, not com, that co. <laughs> awesome stuff, guys. Awesome. I hope you guys, right. yeah, this, 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 is, this was great. This was great. So I will hopefully get a hold of you later, maybe on Clubhouse, probably or some um, someplace of that nature. Yeah. But this has been awesome. Everybody, please go to this guy. I don't know, connect with him. I don't, I don't know where, where he's everywhere. Just go connect with him. LinkedIn, yeah, Clubhouse. Guys, I don't know, Google, but, right? Yeah, like, like <laughs> platform of choice, type in Jay Wong. Like, it's not that hard, right? Like, right. <laughs> so get a hold of this guy and connect with him. I think it's important for people who are really want to get and do their podcast the right way because it can take a year or it could take, or, or it could take less if you, you know, if you talk to guys like this who have been through the journey already. All right. It's not hard. So, everybody. I would just get, do my little spiel like I, I normally do here and there. Go to theadorylara.com and get on that list. I have a three-part video series out there telling you simply and plainly how to build your authority or build your authority platform, should I say. And we have a lot of fun there. And I'm trying to build the best community possible there with transparency and real talk newsletters there. Not the best landing page yet, but we're working on it. We're working <laughs> right Look, now. It's, yeah, you, you got, like, you're already applying all the things that we were just talking about. Email <laughs> lessons there, real talk I'm, letters. I love it. I love I'm it. learning on the spot, learning on the spot and apply. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's the way it's done, Jay. That's yeah, the way it's yeah. done. So 
that is all, guys. I appreciate you. I know this is a little bit longer, but you know, hope you have fun here with Jay, and I hope you connect with him after the show because I think I think it's definitely worth it. All right, take care. Remember, everybody, build it, share it, and they will come. And we're out of here. Peace, everybody. See ya. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.